Yo, it's Friday, but it's not Finance Friday where we talk about all things money mindset. However, I do have a quick money mindset tip for you today. And it's something I teach to all of my Money Mind Academy students when we go over the universal laws. And one of those universal laws is this. It's called the vacuum law of prosperity. You're probably wondering, what does that mean, vacuum law of prosperity? It means that if you have the faith, if you have the expectation that you are attracting financial abundance into your life, you've got to get ready for it. If you know something's coming, you must get ready for it because you know it's coming. You have to create the space. You have to create the vacuum. And if there's one thing about the universe, if there's one thing about nature, is that nature abhors a vacuum. Where there's a vacuum, nature has a way of filling it up. And hopefully for you, nature is going to fill it up with the thing that you desire. Now, what does that look like in real life? Let's say you have a financial goal. Maybe it's to save a particular amount of money. Now, what you can do today to create that vacuum is open up yourself a higher interest savings account. Because the money's going to have to go somewhere, so you're going to open up the place where that money is going to go because the money's coming. I'll give you another one. Let's say you want to use a part of that financial abundance that's coming to you. You want to use part of it to buy yourself a brand new wardrobe because you're tired of wearing the same stuff all of the time. What you can do today to create that vacuum is go into your closet today or go into it tonight and start identifying the articles of clothing that you no longer wear. Take them off the shelf, take them off the hanger, put them into a bag or put them into a box, put them into the car and drive them over to the local donation center so somebody else can wear the clothes that you no longer wear. Now you've created the vacuum. And what you'll find is that if you hold that image in your mind, if you keep the vision and you keep moving toward that vision by taking action and remaining faithful toward that goal, the universe just kind of has a way of filling up that space with the things that you want. That's how the law works, the vacuum law of prosperity. Let me give you one more. Let's say you have something that you highly value. Maybe you collect it. So you know me, I love books have a huge value on books. Now, I don't just take my books and throw them into boxes and put them into the garage. I have a really nice bookcase for them. So let's say you collect, I don't know, baseball cards or Beanie Babies, whatever it may be. You are not going to put them into a box. You're going to have a really nice blinged out box or you're going to have a nice, really, a really nice glass case for them or you're going to put them all on a specific shelf so people can see them, so you can see them because you value them. Now, what does that have to do with money? What does it have to do with money mindset? It means that if you have a high value on your financial abundance that's coming to you, you can't put your money into like a janky, old, bulky, 12-year-old wallet. You got to get yourself a brand new wallet if you know it's coming, if you have that faith. Now, you know me. I don't mess around when it comes to sponsors for the show. If if I'm going to talk about a sponsor, I have to believe in the product. I have to love the product. And I love myself the Ridge Wallet. The Ridge Wallet is dope. I've got one of my own. You can learn more about them at RidgeWallet.com. They come in like different metals. You can get one in titanium. They come in carbon fiber, aluminum, polycarbonate. They've got different styles, different colors. They're small. They're slim. They fit in your front pocket. And when you pull them out, people are like, oh, what is that? What kind of wallet is that? That's pretty cool. It makes you proud of what you are keeping in your wallet. 
because you value it. They've got a lifetime guarantee on their wallet, so it's the last wallet you'll ever buy in your life. And again, these wallets are dope. You can save 10% off your order at Ridge Wallet with the discount code QOD10. Again, that's QOD10. They ship worldwide. It doesn't matter where you're at. And again, they are lifetime guaranteed. You're going to love this wallet. Go over to RidgeWallet.com to learn more. Let's start the show. Welcome back to the Quote of the Day show. I'm your host, Sean Croxton of SeanCroxton.com. We've got Wayne Dyer on the show today, a little Wayne on a Friday. And today, Wayne is going to share a story that I have a really strong feeling that you're really going to enjoy. And the quote of the day is this, ethics rather than rules. Here's Wayne. Another new way of being. Very important. Living your life on ethics rather than rules. Ethics rather than rules. All these rules, all these ways of having to do things, somebody else dictates to them. Do you know that some of the most immoral acts in the world have been perpetrated in the name of the rules? These are the laws. What do you think Nazi Germany was all about? Everybody doing all these horrible things to other people. I'm only doing my job was the defense we all heard at Nuremberg. I was just doing my job. If it's an immoral rule, it's immoral to obey it. And self-actualizing people, as Maslow tells us, have rules inside of them that they could never disobey, ever. And they have to do with ethics, how you treat people. How do you think we get to where we are now? You know who Rosa Parks was? The woman in the South, the black woman in the South who said, not today, I'm not going to the back today. No way. I know what the rules are. The rules were all over the place. If you you needed a reminder, there were signs every place, colored in the back, white in the front. And she said, no, I'm sitting here. And that made all the difference. Ethics, not rules. When your children start disobeying rules that need to be disobeyed, don't be surprised. When I was in the service, they had a policy on Guam, where I was stationed, which would not allow the Guamadian civilians to shop in the PXs and the Navy exchanges. But they did allow all other civilians to shop in the Navy exchanges and PXs. But if you were Guamanian, that is, if your skin was dark and your eyes were shaped a little different, then you couldn't. A clear, outright violation. I was a serviceman. I was in the Navy. I was a communications cryptographer. They had a, a, a newspaper on the Guam Daily News, and it said, an invitation to speak your mind. <laughs> and it was a letter-writing contest. And they offered $75 to the first prize winner. $75. This was 1961. That was a fortune to me. That was a month's pay in the Navy at that time, almost. So I entered the contest, and I knew I would win it. I had already written a novel at that time, a whole novel I had written while I was on Guam. I knew it wasn't going to be a contest. Uh, I felt sorry for the other people entering it. I knew I was going to win this. Unfortunately, I didn't realize that when you're in the service and you have an opinion and you don't submit it to the chain of command, 
that you can be court-martialed for that. So the headlines on next week's Guam Daily News were U.S. Sailor Assails Policy of Discrimination. <laughs> Big hot stuff, all right? And I was called before a vice admiral, Commander Naval Forces Marianas Islands, and threatened with a court-martial because I had disobeyed the rules, even though the rule was immoral. There are lots of them like that. And when I went in and they threatened me with a court-martial, I told them this was my battle plan. They didn't have Xerox machines in those days, so I had to get a lot of carbon paper. I wrote a letter to the President John F. Kennedy, and I wrote a letter to the Secretary of the Navy, and I wrote a letter, I was, my hometown was Detroit, I wrote a letter to the Detroit News and a letter to the Detroit Free Press telling them what was happening to me as a result of just expressing my opinion about an immoral act that was going on over here on Guam. And I showed the naval uh, uh, vice admiral my letters right there. I said, I've only sent the one to the president and the secretary of the Navy. <laughs> These letters go to the newspapers across the country. There was one there to the New York Times as well and the Los Angeles Times. It was, uh, and I just spread them out before him. I said, if you court-martial me or punish me in any way for this, then what's going to happen is the world is going to find out about this policy. And I'm prepared. I'm ready. I can handle it. And I was 20 years old at the time, or 21. Not only did I get a blessing from that, because all things come in blessings for you, I got out 90 days early. <laughs> and they stamped on my record, P.I., because the president took it up and sent it to the secretary, must have. And I never heard from him, but uh, P.I. on your record means political influence. And they don't like anybody with political influence in the military. And as soon as they saw that, they said, this is somebody we probably will be uh, giving a discharge real soon. <laughs> there was no court-martial. No court and in September of 1962, a brand new policy was initiated on Guam, which allowed any civilian to shop in the Navy exchanges. And it came about as a result of someone saying, these rules are immoral and therefore it's immoral to obey them. New ways of being, <laughs> ethics rather than rules. And when your kids want to know why, how come these rules are so stupid? How come we have to do this? Encourage them to change them. My mother always did that. She would have to help me uh, get out of, this, out of the messes that I got myself into because I, I did it in my impetuous youth. I would just, when they would say to me, what's more important, your job or school? I was just honest. <laughs> I said to my job, of course. <laughs> That's how I felt in those days. But what you do put out in the world is exactly what's coming back to you. And if you find things coming back to you that you don't like and don't understand, don't ask yourself why these things are coming to you. Ask yourself what you're doing to make them come back to you. And when you start putting the responsibility on yourself, you'll start seeing dramatic changes. Dramatic changes. All right, that was Wayne Dyer closing out the week. His website is waynedyer.com. Go over there, learn more about Dr. Wayne, buy any of his books. His books totally rock. In fact, I've become a Wayne Dyer book collector. Like I got a whole shelf dedicated to Wayne Dyer. I'm collecting the old school hardcovers, like the old school stuff. And I'm trying not to buy them on Amazon. So I'm going to use bookstores all over San Diego and book sales and stuff like that. And I'm finding Wayne Dyer stuff. It is so cool. I actually, 
if you missed this on my Instagram account a couple of weeks ago, I found an autographed Wayne Dyer book. I was so excited, just totally lost my stuff in the bookstore. I was super, super geeked up about it. And uh, yeah, so I've got like five or six more books to go and my Wayne Dyer collection will be complete. I know it's kind of weird, but it's fun. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed today's show. Hey, don't forget to check out our new friends over at RidgeWallet.com. Head on over there. Check out the wallets. They're really, really cool. If you're going to be making some money, put it in a really nice wallet that you're proud, you know, when you pull it out. And so you can save 10% when you go over to Ridge Wallet. It is a QOD10. QOD10 is the discount code. And it is free worldwide shipping. So you can get a Ridge Wallet wherever you're at in the whole entire world and so uh, that's it for me i'm gonna see you on monday have a great weekend i'm out peace